Hi, it's Rebecca Whitman, your host of the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. I'm a top-rated life coach, an international best-selling author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I'm on a mission to help you go from burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. The experts on this show will help you achieve work-life balance so that you can experience abundance in seven pillars of life, spirituality, health, emotions, romance, mindset, social, and financial life. When you have all seven pillars of life in alignment, you are balanced, beautiful, and abundant. Let's go. Welcome to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. I am your host, Rebecca Whitman, and we are taking you from burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. And we are so grateful to you for listening. We are enjoying the rising momentum of this podcast as we keep reaching more and more people and sharing the wonderful, hopeful message that you don't need to go through life drained, exhausted, tired you can actually achieve success while being balanced, beautiful, and abundant. And today I have a wonderful guest. Her name is Nicole Levance. Welcome to the show, Nicole. Hi, hi, Rebecca. Hi, everybody. I'm so jazzed to be here. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. I know we met at a dinner party last summer. So this uh, podcast interview is a long time coming. We've been planning it for over six months. And it's so great that we finally get to have an enlightened conversation. So let me share my uh, your bio with my audience. They are going to love your bio. Nicole Levance is a multi-hyphenate talent, talented person. She's an actress, a singer, a songwriter, a public speaker, and a, a certified theta healer. She is the creator and curator of the Goddess Bath Experience an intentional ritualistic bath that will transform you from the inside out. The Goddess Bath Experience curates monthly events, group coaching programs, and goddess subscription boxes with products that lead women to experience their inner transformation. Nicole lives in Los Angeles where she writes songs, produces, and performs original music under the name Free the Unicorn in the alternative metal, pop, and R&B genres. She has acted in movies like Pitch Perfect and Dear White People. So, uh, Nicole, I love your bio. You're a lot like me. You moved to LA to pursue acting and music, and then you kind of fell into the life coaching transformational space. So let's hear about your journey. How did you go from being from Louisiana, where you grew up, to being this goddess bath curator and performer and coach. Oh my God, where do, what part of the journey do we even begin? How much time do we have? <laughs> I mean, give us a short version because there's a lot of good questions I want to dive into. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the short version, correct. I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. That's where I was born and raised. Many generations from my mother's side. I think my mom's side of the family has been from New Orleans from the very beginning. And I caught the bug of like performance really early on. I remember like my first like school play, I'm sure I don't have to tell those who are listening much about the city of New Orleans. We're pretty 
world known for our music and our art and our culture and our food and obviously Mardi Gras and it's Mardi Gras season right now. Les <laughs> All of you who are out there celebrating. And it's a pretty magical, um, artistic, expressive, and also mystical and ritual city. And so it's no coincidence that all of these things showed up in my field and sphere of influence of how I show up in my world. And so how it got started is really I was born into it. Like what they say in New Orleans is in the water, like genuinely, like it just oozed from me. And I think different components of it came out at different phases. Acting was first. That was the first thing that was introduced to me. That was the first love of my life that I like to say. And my first school play, I was hooked from like rehearsals to to the the um the dress fittings to like the the day before getting my hair done and the day of my makeup done and getting in a costume and like the craziness behind stage. And I even remember supporting putting the pamphlets together. And I just remember feeling like being a part of something bigger than me. And then going out and performing this thing for friends and family and strangers that we had prepared for months and then receiving that love back from the community, it's intoxicating. And I'm sure, Becca, I don't have to tell you what that feels like. You're a performer as well. And I I just, I was hooked. So in my heart, I knew that's what I, I wanted to do, but it didn't come out until later on in high school that I really owned it. I went through some really traumatic experiences young, at the age of seven, my mom was diagnosed bipolar schizophrenic and she was institutionalized mm. and completely changed my life. And what triggered that was within that same year, my little brother was born premature and he didn't make it past 24 hours. And my mom is and was a school teacher and her best friend, my godfather, was murdered outside of their school by their student. All of that happened within a span of like 18 months. And it, that was kind of like the straw that broke the camel's back. Like mental illness runs pretty rampant in my family. It's, it's just there and there are things that tend to trigger. And, and the culmination of those two things uh, within a short period of time, she had what they would call in the early 90s, a mental breakdown. And she was institutionalized. And within a year from that, my parents filed for bankruptcy. Like we went from having like this huge, amazing house, multiple cars, vacation homes to like bankrupt, lights off, um, phones, phones off. Um, my mom on insane medication, like literally in and out of reality, like quite literally, like she, she would be one foot in reality and one foot out. And so my life went from being very charmed to literally shambles seemingly overnight. And we lost a lot of friend and family support because we became the black sheep. Like no one, like we're talking about the nineties. We weren't talking about mental health. It wasn't the cool thing, like how it is now. Like people, there weren't tools that were easily accessible, especially in the African-American community in the South, the deep South. The only thing that we were taught to do was go to church. And, you know, and no offense to, you know, the institution, of you know religious um sanctities or entities but that wasn't the support <laughs> that my family needed at the time the church wasn't really equipped to deal with what my family was going through and um i remember using art as an escape like if i could become another character i didn't have to live out what was actually going on in my life and i would write these songs and sing about was happening in my world. And so like acting and music became a way for me to self-express. 
and to escape what was going on. And so that's how I started to hone my skills. And it was also my way out, right? Like I, I, I like had this insane upbringing and it didn't really get any easier as I got into adolescence and performance was my way to escape. It was my way out. And rituals have been in my space and sphere of influence, you know, being in such a mystical <laughs> mystical city and you know my grandmothers really they were very ritualistic I grew up with altars in my house altars at my schools altars everywhere like I mean altars was just like a part of New Orleans culture you built altars so I grew up building altars I grew up doing herbal baths I actually learned that from my grandmothers when I was sick they would put like herbs in the water from the garden um, Florida water is something that we use a lot in the south to like cleanse physical and energetic energy um, so I learned that component of taking a spiritual bath that I now have coined the goddess bath from my ancestors, something that had been passed down as a healing tool. And I used that throughout, throughout my experience, um, to support me in times of struggle, to support me in times of celebration, to support me in times of confusion and deep thought and creation. And over time, I developed a system, a tool, a process that I started to use that would create results in my life when I use it in a very, in a very particular way. And I believe that process came through to me because I had two really traumatic experiences growing up that happened in the bath twice. I almost lost my life and I went to another place and I came back with some codes. And I'm sure that's a story that many listeners have heard of people who have had NDEs, near-death experiences. They go somewhere and they come back with gifts taken to another level. People die in the bath. I mean, it must be some kind of portal because I know Whitney Houston and her daughter died in the bath. I had another male coaching client that fell and hit his head in the shower. He died in the bath. Like, it's very common for people to die in the bath. So uh, let's get into what your goddess bath experience is. But I mean, why do you think, do you think the bath is like a portal to the divine? Why do so many people die in the bath? Oh, absolutely. I absolutely think it's a portal to the divine. I think it's, it's a communication portal. I think you send things through and I think you pull things from. Absolutely. And if you think about it, you know, we're 90% water. We're floating yeah. in fluid for most of the time when, when we're being housed in our mother's wombs and we're being created. Like all life starts in some form of water. And there's been yes. many, many scientific studies done on water, using water as a creation tool, using water as um, a wisdom tool, using water as an informational tool. Like, so it's, it's no secret. And water has been used in ritual since humans have been alive. Yeah. And the reason for that, it's transformative, it's transmutive. It's the only element that takes on as many different structures, um, brings life, can take life. <laughs> like it, yeah. just, it does. It's, it can be powerful. a liquid, a solid, a gas. So it's a powerful element. And I've been able to study water from a scientific level as well. And it is literally coined like, it is the access point of creation. Like people truly believe that water genuinely holds the scientific structure to life itself, like how we bring life into existence. And so when we have this conversation of like many people pass in the water, well, absolutely, absolutely. It's absolutely a portal, it's transmutative. So it, it holds information. 
So you can send things through that portal when you're in the tub. And then you can also receive as well. For me, I like to say it's like my conversation with the, the divine, with source when I go into the water. And I think that's why this process has been working for so many people who choose to take it on as a ritual for themselves. Because for me, it's like getting back into the womb space. Mm. It's like getting back into that place where you shifted from the field right? The, the void or whatever we choose to call it, where, where all um, energy is, where we're all connected and then coming to this place in the material plane. And so like when you can physically allow your mental spirit, mind, body, soul to get back into that place from which you were birthed into the material plane, it can be very powerful to go into that level of meditative um, state and clear out what needs to be cleared, heal for many generations, heal for future generations, create for past, for, for past generations, create for future generations, and genuinely have a conversation with the divine and your guides and your ancestors and really receive messages and support and answers in that space. And that's certainly something that I've seen in my own life and in my client's life um, through the Goddess Bath community. So let's talk about the ritual. This is this is the meat and potatoes of uh, your the goddess bath experience and this podcast that we're having now. And people want to know. I want to know. My listeners want to know. How do we take a goddess bath? Walk us through the step by step. Amazing. So you can take a goddess bath or a god x bath however you choose to identify or shower as well. It also works for a shower if you don't have access to a tub. Okay. So essentially the process is this. You want to first start with your intention. Intention and purpose okay. moves everything. So the, the difference between this bath and any other like bubble bath that you would take is it, it's an intentional ritual bath. So it's done with intention and it's done with okay. ritual. So when we're within ritual, that means we're doing something with consistency, right? Okay. So it's intentional and it's a ritual. So okay. it's something you do with intention and it's something that you're doing consistently. Okay. That's what makes it different from any other bath is the intention and the ritual component, which is the consistency. Right. The intention could be whatever. The intention could be abundance. The intention could be, oh, I want a new house. The intention could be like, I'm looking to find the love of my life. The intention can be like, I'm, I'm looking to birth a child, a business, whatever. That's personal to you and you. Mm -hmm. So it's clear on what that intention is. So then once you have that intention, you want to clean and clear. So clean and clearing looks like this. Like, First of all, it is the literal cleaning of the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And what that looks like is you're creating your bathroom into a sacred ritual temple space. Mm. So that's the physical component. So you want to make sure it's clean. You want to make sure it's organized. You want to make sure it's decorated and has talismans in there to support the energy of what you are creating, what you are releasing, what you are healing, what you are manifesting. So you want to convert your bathroom into your temple, okay. essentially. So you're going to go in, you're going to physically clean, you're going to create that temple space, whatever that looks like for you, whatever feels good. Some of my, my, the women that I work with like to have overall themes. Some of them like to go in and change things out, you know, every time it just really depends on you with you of what's going to make the most sense, but just going in, cleaning, 
organizing at any point in the journey, you can do that. Cleansing. You want to cleanse with a cleansing tool. And there are many different cleansing tools. Some of you will know like Sage, Palo Santo, Popal. You can do feathering with like smoke from a candle. Mm -hmm. Each culture has their own clearing tool that's like native to your culture. So obviously we have those three are the ones that typically most modern society, we all are, you know, typically you may or may not be, but for the most part, those are the three that you'll hear come up often is like Sage, Kapal, and Palo Santo. I don't know Kapal. I know Nag Champa is a really powerful yeah. instance. That probably would work, but what is uh, Kapal? So Kapal is indigenous to, um, to Mexico. Okay. So it's... It's a um, it, okay. I don't want to say stem, but it's it's a it's a tree, essentially. And then there's like a a coating on the outside, and the coating you burn, and it gives off this real it gives off this gives off this really beautiful scent, and that's the extent of my knowledge on copal. <laughs> How do you spell it? I can't even tell you. Okay, I have to copal. If you're listening, Google it, family. <laughs> I know Sage and I know Palo Santo. So cleanse, cleanse the bathroom. Yeah. Cleanse it, organize it, put some beautiful art symbols. Could be crystals. It could be a painting. It could be a statuette. It could be anything that makes you feel connected to the divine. Then cleanse the air with Sage, Palo Santo, or Cabal. And I'm going to also add Nag Champa because that's such a beautiful incense. That's okay. I've never used that one. I'll have to add oh, that. My, to I'm going to have to give you that as a gift when we see oh. each other because it's so beautiful. Oh. Uh, awesome. Next step. I'm ready. Next step. So you've got your intention. Yep. You're clean and cleared. So now what you're going to do is you're going to curate, which is my favorite part. <laughs> So you're going to curate your bath based on your intention using your five senses. So this okay. is the part that's really important that I teach in my community is like when it comes to manifesting, you want to manifest with your five senses because it brings it from the ethereal plane into the material plane. So you're going to based on that intention. So say your intention is love. Mm -hmm. Your intention is love. So you're going to curate that bath so that whatever products and tools and all the things you're going to use based on that intention using your five senses so what could that look like so love is the intention so what smells like love to you maybe rose the scent of rose mm -hmm. love or passion to you so now maybe you are putting like rose oil rose essential oils in the bath Maybe even roses themselves are very sensual and remind you of love. So then maybe you might add some roses. Um, maybe and for if it were me, I would also add milk and honey. I would use that for the touch. The roses could also um, act as touch and sight as well. I might add some honey. Um, I might bring I've in- never bathed in honey. Oh. Like, does it make you feel sticky? No, because you're in water. How much honey should we put in the bath? I have so much honey. As much as you want. I would say like a half a cup. Is Whoa. That? And you don't walk out of the bath sticky? No. Okay. It's, it's such like, it's such an anti-bacterial um, for the skin as well. And it will leave okay. you Okay, half a cup of honey and how much milk? I usually like to do like a half gallon because I like it Ooh. really easy. 
I like it white and milky, but if you just want it, again, all of this is intuitive. So right. any, like share recipes with my community. Wow. Okay. You can follow it to the T or you can do what feels good. Again, this is super highly intuitive. You don't have to. Yeah, like, I love it. This is fun. Yeah. Is almond milk okay if you don't yeah, have Yeah, I use non-dairy. So yes. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, good. All right. Okay, yeah. I'm listening. We got we got milk, we got honey. Let's go. What else yeah. what else do we do for the five senses? Music? So maybe- Music, of course, music, meditation. Maybe you want to put on your favorite show or podcast or audio book. Like the what Balanced, else? Beautiful, and Abundant show. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Take a goddess bath and listen to the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant show. That's right. So, so your ears, what are you listening ears. to? All right. And your taste. So maybe I might bring in some chocolate covered strawberries oh. or in some cacao or a glass of champagne, maybe, or Even some, some, some tea is okay. Some like oh, yeah. relaxing, like herbal tea or matcha or something like that. So you're going to bring right. in your taste. All right. Cause absolutely. Okay. Cause a lot of my listeners are not drinkers. So, uh, yeah. the tea or, you know, it's coffee, not good. Cause that's stimulating and the bath is supposed mm-hmm. to be relaxing. I've not drank coffee in the bath. I'm not a coffee drinker. <laughs> I can't. I can't have it personally. But you know, whatever floats your boat. It's really yeah. It's a nourishing drink. I find that tea typically is the most grounding. I cacao has been my favorite because cacao on its own is very ceremonial. So you can also yeah. start to compound these different rituals together, which is really, really lovely. Like and I love cacao it's really art heart opening. So if this is like the manifest love bath, that would be really good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Awesome. All right. Now, how long are we in this bath for? Yeah. So I would say minimum 30 minutes. Whoa. And you're not checking your email. You're not checking your phone. No. And are you visualizing what your intention is what you want to manifest what are you doing with your mind for 30 minutes yeah you are you with you that's what you're doing this is your personal time to commune with yourself and the divine which is you Mm -hmm. so this is your time you can sit there and just listen you can be in the quiet you can listen to a podcast or a book or music you can bring in your show like sometimes what I love to do is I'll bring in my favorite like guilty pleasure show that I like I don't just what what's your current guilty pleasure show I love the the real housewife franchise I can't lie (laughs) like that is my guilty pleasure like when and I usually do my guilty pleasure on the tail end like after I've done like I'm gonna get to the next step which is journaling okay like journal in the bath as well so get you like a good bath tray or a table next to it and I will I'll journal while I'm in there. Or if I'm doing the shower, I might journal before, during, or after, or get out, journal, and then get back in. It, again, this is highly intuitive. So trust yourself. There's there's no way to like flub this up. Zero percent. You mm-hmm. cannot get this wrong. <laughs> there's no zero. So is journal journaling is part of the goddess bath. It's part of your ritual. Yeah. So either yeah. before, during, or after your yeah. journal. All right, got so it. And do you of any of them? Like you can. Say you like know you want to do a goddess bath, but you're like, I actually don't know what my intention is. Great. Sit down and free write and journal. See what shows up for you. So if you know your intention, what do you journal about? Like what it's going to be like when you have your intention or? It could be. 
So for me, like when I'm really getting to the heart of something that I'm clearing or something that I'm manifesting, I will journal in the bath. I've found it to be most effective in the water as a part of the process. Mm -hmm. Because it's something about, it's like you're writing the intention with the water and you're making a contract. And again, that water is intelligent. It's a portal. So you're in that creative creative phase in the water. So it's listening. And as it's listening, it's transmuting as well. And it's integrating because we're what 70% water. So you're activating all of these different rituals because journaling is a ritual on its own as yeah. well. It's a contract with that you have with the universe. It's another tool how you bring something from the ethereal, ethereal plane into the material plane because it's thought and now you're putting it on paper, making it yeah. real. So it's it's a powerful tool again to compound with this work. So I do bring it in. Typically I'll free journal or if it's something that's showing up for me that's loud, I promise you it's super intuitive. Like you'll get in that water and you'll know. Like it might just be like, you know, a manifestation list that you're writing out or say you are sticking to the topic of like manifesting love. Maybe you are writing out, maybe you're writing a letter to that person. Maybe are visualizing what they are. Maybe you're even drawing. Like I love to draw out my manifestations and the things that I'm creating and healing as well. Like, and I'm not like an amazing person with that side of art. Like I'm not a big painter and drawer in that in that way other than like just for the joy of of doing it and I will I I notice it's super healing and gratifying to draw out the things that I'm healing or that I'm creating and like looking at the picture um is really magnetic so I would highly recommend that as well inside of the community when you work with me I do personally curate journaling prompts um for particular topics so I do support in that way. But when you're just doing it on your own, like just start with the free writing, just having a free writing journaling practice inside of like your ritual tool bag or ritual toolboxes, I would like to say is really supportive because it's just free flowing thoughts um, that allows you to get clear with what you're creating or what, with what you're healing. Beautiful. So then what happens after you get out of the bath? Is there a ritual to getting out? Like- <laughs> robes music what what are you you putting on your body like tell us about the post bath yes so you want clean towels clean robes because you just went in and healed or created so you're stepping into something new okay excuse me you're stepping into a new chapter i prefer white Mm -hmm. that's just me it's a symbol of purity purification but any color will do. Maybe you're in a royal mood. So maybe you want to bring in the purples or maybe your intention might be money. So a green towel may serve you, a green robe, whatever that looks like. Again, have fun. This is highly intuitive. You can mix and match and play around. So, but whatever it is, it's clean. It's something fresh because this is new energy that we're working with now. So clean, fresh towel, robe, you some of my clients like to get into like a quick cold shower after just to cool the body down but the last step is rest and integrate you want to allow the body time to settle in to the work that you just did because it's mental it's physical and it's spiritual so it's mind body soul work that you're doing so you want to make sure that you get into mind body soul alignment that there's not any dissonance happening. So how long 
should they rest for and should they meditate? Should the music still be on? Should it just be a nap? Like, what does that look like? Any and all of those things. Okay. Any and all of those things. Sometimes for me, what it looks like is I just go and lay out on my, lay on my bed and I'm still in my towel because I'm integrating like what I wrote down. Sometimes there's things that will come through memories. Sometimes will come up new dreams that you didn't even know that you wanted tend to emerge. And so it's just another place outside of the water to be with you. Sometimes I get into a gratitude practice where I'm just expressing the gratitude for being able to have that experience because it is a self-care practice. There's something so luxurious about being able to take a long, hot bath by yourself uninterrupted. Mm -hmm. It is something really juicy and intimate and um, wet, <laughs> literally, yeah. uh, um, about a bath. And so sometimes it's just like, wow, I was able to like choose me. Mm -hmm. I love that you say as your slogan, you deserve this because yeah. it would be stretchy for me to do that because I'm always in the bath, checking my phone, sending emails, working while bathing and just having that luxury of just pure relaxation, communicating with my divine, that would be definitely a luxury that I've not given myself yet. So yeah, it's definitely, it's something to revel in and celebrate because not a lot of women can slow down that much in this day and age. We're all going so fast, trying to get so much done. I agree. Yeah. I think that's why the community has really taken off the way that it has, because it's one of those, like, it's like a bath to, can be, and for many is like a luxury item, a luxury moment. And yet most of us do have a tub in our homes that we are really using. And so it's the opportunity to really like own self-worth, own self-care in a way that doesn't cost you however much money it may cost you to go to right. a spa for a day. And it's something that you have at your fingertips every single day. Like even for me taking a shower, every time I get into the water, I turn it into a ritual. Like I love to live my life as a devotion to me and my mm -hmm. purpose in the world. And so yeah. like, I'm cleansing myself daily. I'm like brushing myself daily. I'm brushing my teeth daily. I'm eating daily. So like for me, living life as a ritual is like the mantra of the goddess bath experience. Like what this work does, it allows you to create ritual as like a foundation for your life. And if ritual doesn't land for you, routine or practice yes. <laughs> or ceremony, whatever word you want to insert there, it's just the repetition essentially that you're up to, but like, what are the practices, routines, rituals, ceremonies, that are going to serve you so that no moment of your life ever feels like something you have to do. Yeah. Everything in your life is something that you get to do. You are blessed to do. And to be able to come, have that level of come from in your life, I promise you, you walk that walk and like literally watch the magic happen around you and living your life, life as ritual and building rituals around you creates a space, a safe space for you to be able to do that effortlessly in your life. Now I'm good in the shower. I say a lot of affirmations the whole time I'm in the shower. I use that as a space for affirmation. So now 
I get to do a goddess bath. How how many times a week or months you recommend people start if they're new at this and they're like me, like type A, go, 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 like doing it more than once a week feels intimidating to me. So yeah. what do you recommend? I would recommend starting with once a month. Okay. That now once that I can month. wrap my head around once a month. Yeah. Start with one once a month. Cause everything, you know, anything in moderation. <laughs> Exactly. So once once a month will give you a good taste of it. It won't overwhelm yeah. you. Yes. You have something to prepare for. And if you're choosing the once once a month, what I typically recommend when you're first getting started is to work with the moon cycle. So either on the new moon or the full moon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can look at your calendar. It's easy to mark every single month. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it is. You can literally schedule it right now for the rest of the wow. year. Oh, and you put can it in your schedule calendar. these. Right I love now. it. Yeah. Put it in your calendar. It's like, oh, it's a full moon. I get to do my goddess bath today. Like, what is my intention? And if for those of you who are really into astrology, which is another tool, another ritual tool that we can use, you can go in deeper and say, okay, what, what um, sign is this full moon in? And then where is it in my chart? So that can support you with your intention. It's like, oh man, it's in the house of, don't, this is going to be completely wrong. I'm just going to throw things out. So don't quote me on this. This is in the house of Aquarius. And oh my God, Aquarius is in my 12th house. And that has to do with money in my home. Okay, boom. I know what I'm looking to do. I'm really looking to like update my my patio. So like I want to do a intentional bath on like how I'm going to turn my back patio into my my oasis, my garden oasis. And then now you, you're off into your intention of like what you're creating. Or the opposite is like, I, I'm not in tune and in relationship to the money in my home and me and my partner are not aligned in that in that area. So maybe the intention is to create alignment with finances in your home. And so now you go into the bath with that intention. So again, I love how you can just compound different rituals and different tools within the goddess bath ritual. I love it. So let's talk about self-care because I like to say self-care isn't selfish. You say that self-care is a path to personal power. So what do you mean by that? Ooh, yeah. Back to this word of like luxury. Mm-hmm. Something starts to happen when you get into the habit and ritual of putting yourself first mm. and taking care of you however that looks like. And that's going to look different for everybody. Like a bath may not float your boat. That might not be your thing. Maybe working out is your thing. Maybe feeding yourself nutritious, healthy meals, organic meals every day is your thing. Maybe going out on a walk every day is your thing. And even whatever that looks like, right? It's like, what are these practices that light you up? Like that's self-care. Maybe it's going to the movies once a month. That's self-care. Like, what are those things that you just love that you just do because you just like them and you love them and they light you up and it brings you joy and you turn into a ball of sunshine when you're up to them. And that's what I mean by by self-care, turning into personal power. And when you can stack your world with the things that you love, again, living life in devotion to you and your purpose then you start to notice that you own your power. You're owning your voice. You feel safe to be seen, heard, witnessed, to be able to use your voice, use your gifts, use your talents to move fluidly, safely through the world with your gifts. And that is personal power. Why do you think so many women 
have resistance against self-care? Oh my God, the years and years of oppression. Are you kidding me? Like, you know, in this country, and we are, we're talking about the United States, the most progressive, yeah. <laughs> depending on how you look at it, country yeah. in the world. I mean, we are, let's, let's yeah. be real about yeah. that. We have our things, but we are, right? We're, yeah. we're, we're the first world country of, the, of, of all the first world countries yeah. that we have. And when you think about the history of women's rights in this world, in, in this country, we're talking about the 70s women were able to get bank accounts without their husband. That's the 70s. Like that's within the last like 100 years. So all the way up until that point and even they still- They didn't even give women credit cards until the 70s. So when you talk about personal power, we just didn't have it. Yeah. New. That is yeah. new in the bloodline. It's new in the DNA. It's new in the system. It's new. Yes. Yes. And then when we talk about women of color and marginalized communities, like, come on, the numbers get even smaller. So this is just history. Mm -hmm. It's just fact. We are just now getting into a space where we're, we're, it's safe and we're allowed to have personal power. So now that we're able to have it, it's like being in ownership and feeling safe to wield our sword. And still be able to be in our feminine and be mothers and be wives and allow our partners to be in their personal power while we still have access to our own. It's new territory, quite frankly. That's why. Yeah. It's, it's a whole new world. We're creating that. And when you talk about like epigenetics, that, that's something that we've been starting to bring into the goddess bath experience is really like getting into the science of what all this looks like. I love the woo-woo, but the science also backs it up as well we carry codes in our dna we carry codes from our ancestors in the bloodline you might have scarcity living in the body that isn't even yours mm. that could be like three four generations back but it's still living out through you and so we're just getting into a space where we're even having these level and types of conversations to even have the awareness that we can actually heal that and clear that and create from a fresh slate so for me, you know, when we talk about why why it's so difficult for women, it's because this is a whole new world. It's it's uncharted territory. And so many of the women now in modern day society, we are still cleaning up our grandmothers and our great grandmothers with how they were oppressed. We are still carrying that pain. We're still carrying that fear. We're still carrying that code of not being seen, not being heard, not being witnessed. Like it's still, and not only just with individually, but in the conscious collective of women too. So that's why I believe <laughs> it's showing up. And I also think on a societal level, people are moving so fast they're going faster and faster and faster. And this goddess bath experience is slowing down to speed up. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? What, how can we slow down to speed up? Yeah, thank you for that question. I literally have chills because it's so true around like we are in this rapid warp speed yes. time in the collective consciousness and just as humanity is being a human as a whole, like it is yes, rapid fire. It's it is fast. <laughs> yeah. So fast. And like slowing down to speed up. It's like those quiet moments. It is It is the silence. It is the, I am gonna take 20 minutes and tune everybody out, everything out. No phone, no noise, and just be with me. It takes us back to our roots. 
it takes us back to the foundation of being a human when we were out in nature and we were very tribal and we were communal and we studied the stars. Like it was normal for everyone to know and understand astrology because it had to do with everything. When we grew our crops, when we harvested, when we would have water, like where, where the water would be, like it's so it like where animals would be to go hunt. Um, the cycles of the moon when women were fertile so we could have children. So, I mean, it's, it takes us back to, I, I would say ancient times for lack of a better phrase where we were connected to each other, connected to the planet in a way that modern society, I don't want to say doesn't allow for, but there's certainly a disconnect because these phones and like the computers and all these technological things that we've created have that we've created to connect us also has separated us from a lot of things. So something like the goddess bath experience, it slows you down to the connection. It slows you down to the reconnect. It slows you down to the disconnect. And so, so you can hear, so you can drop into your intuitive, natural innate abilities as a human being. And so for me, I think that's the only way humans will survive this huge technological spurt because we are in the conversation, especially with AI at play now, like what will be our role moving forward? Yeah. And what our role is, we are, we're organic material. Like we are of this planet. We have mind, body, soul. That's the uniqueness of a human. Like no machine, no AI will ever be able to replicate that energetic. It just won't happen. Like, how do you explain a soul, the entity connected to things we cannot see inside of this human body? Like, how do you really explain what that is? You can't. That's the magic of being an intelligent, like, human being. And so, like, I think there's something to be said for us, like, in this technological boom of us really getting back to basics and bringing these ancient rituals, bringing these ancient tools back to the forefront because that's how we continue on like that is our uniqueness our literal natural connection to this planet and having the ability to be highly intelligent that we're able to use technology in a way that supports us because if we're not doing jobs you know little jobs here and there and we're having technology support us in that way then what will the human race create with that so I'm excited for the work that we all get to do. <laughs> I'm I'm so excited to just experience this. I'm I'm literally going to go block out my 12 goddess baths. Where do I find the full moon? Where what website do you recommend to Oh, yeah, you can Google. If you just Google okay. like the full moon, you put yeah. in like 2024 full moon cycle, there'll be several sites that'll pop up and give you the full list with the dates and it'll give you all the oh transits and all the things if you want to deep dive into that. And from those of you who are already into astrology, you probably know every single date already <laughs> because we're in, we're in January. So um, yeah, you, it's a quick, it's a quick search. I think there's even, we've, my team and I, we've found like this, I don't know what it's called. It's like some sort of coding you can put into your phone. It'll program it in your calendar. Oh, it'll be all like astrological events like in your calendar so if someone wants to get super techie in that way and have all the things you can do that I love time passages app that's my favorite and then also um hold on I have one more I'm gonna give you I'm gonna look on my time phone. passages app oh that's time so cool passages. 
and it'll you can put in your natal chart information and it'll give you like what's happening in your chart every single day so that's yeah. super supportive to use because sometimes I'll energetically tune in like I can sense when the moons when the new and full moon are happening without even without me even knowing on the calendar and then I'll look and like yep of course it's a full moon today because this energy is going on. So that's a really incredible app to track what's going on in the planets and then also the pattern. Oh and yeah, the- I'm on the pattern. That's awesome. I like right. that app. So right. listeners, Time Passages app and the pattern are awesome apps for astrology. Um, let's talk about your events. I'm so excited to be a part of your Leading Ladies Challenge. Let's tell the listeners what you have going on in 2024 so they can connect with you. Yeah, oh my gosh, we have so much happening. I'm so excited. So the first thing that we have right now is called, well, actually it's the second thing. We've got um, a womb healing masterclass that we're co-hosting with Queen Afua. If you've heard of Queen Afua, she's been around for like 40 plus years, has worked with Jada Pinkett and Beyonce, Yanga Van Sant, and we are hosting a womb healing masterclass for women February 3rd. So I'm not sure if this will be out by then, so you might miss it. <laughs> not so that's, yeah, it might be. We might miss that one. So we'll, we'll move on to the Leading Lady Challenge. So the Leading Lady Challenge is our main event that we host every year. Uh, in the Goddess Bath community. And we bring on 20 guest speakers, 20 women who are leading ladies in their lives. So it's a free 10-day self-care challenge to reveal your leading lady lifestyle using rituals that you will not want to live without. So I lead the morning sessions. We do beautiful morning guided meditation activations, some chanting, some sharing. You also have your Silk Sip and Listen sessions in the afternoon when I bring on our guest experts. Rebecca's going to come on and share her beautiful gifts, her story, and her rituals that have served her as a leading lady in her life. And we also have um, daily challenges that you'll be doing every single day, daily self-care challenges. So you meet every single day a different component of the leading lady lifestyle to support you on your journey. So some of you may be coming in and you're fully clear that you're a leading lady and like you're clear on what you want to create and maybe it's taking it to the next level. Some of you may be coming in around like, oh my God, that sounds really juicy and I'm not there yet. I don't know how to own what a leading lady means to me, but I'm ready to step into that. And some of you may have it dialed in a little bit, but there are some personal power conversations going on that you're not able to quite step into fully. And so we support you with me, with my team, with all of the guest speakers that we bring on, with the daily um, meditations, with the daily um, self-care challenge that you'll do every single day for those 10 days to really open you up like a lotus flower so you can see what's available to you, armor you up with all of these beautiful self-care tools and practices so you can take what serves you so you can have that personal power, so you can be a living walking, breathing results of your manifestation. Beautiful. Well, I can't wait to participate. And how can people find you online and stay in touch with you? Yes. So you can find me at www.goddessbaths with an S.com. You can also find me on Instagram at Nicole events. So that is my full name in I-C-O-L-E-L-O-V-I-N-C-E. I can also, Rebecca, I can give you a free gift from the Goddess Bath Experience as well to pop in the show notes. Sure, I love gifts. What is it? Yeah. So it is a Goddess Bath recipe. It's our favorite one that we always use um, in the community called the Cleopatra Bath. 
So it's a Cleopatra bath recipe. It is a guided theta healing meditation that I've curated and journaling prompts and then the steps to do a goddess bath. So you'll get all of that. So to start you off on your journey, it'll you'll it'll add you into the community. So you see the things that we've got coming up. Like later this year, we have our annual retreat. We're going to Greece for Ooh, seven days, six okay. nights. So we are about to open doors on that. So we've got a lot of juicy, fun, exciting things coming down, down the pipeline. So I would love to see you inside the community and support you in any way that I can. Amazing. Well, we will share that link to get your Cleopatra bath in the notes. Thank you so much, Nicole, for being on the show. And thank you listeners for sharing the message. You guys have been subscribing, rating, reviewing. If you haven't done that yet, if you could take a minute out of your busy day to rate, review, and subscribe, it would mean so much. And if you have a friend who needs to slow down a little bit and take a goddess bath, copy and share the link of this podcast, text it to them and say, you get to do this or we get to do it together. You know, you guys can have a challenge and each take a goddess bath in the next week or two. So everyone, this has been another wonderful episode of the Balanced, Beautiful and Abundant show. I cannot, you have one more point? I do. I, I did not mention the dates of the Lady Lady Challenge. Oh, okay. Go ahead and mention that. Yes. Yeah, it's March 9th through not March 9th, March um, 4th through March 15th. So you have plenty of time to join, share it with a sister and a friend and come and see me and Rebecca in a couple of weeks. Yay. Yes. We will see you in the leading lady challenge, everyone. And until we hello, again, my friends, thank you so much guest, for being a devoted listener to the balanced, beautiful and, and abundant show. I so appreciate Bye, your subscription, your reviews, sharing this podcast with your friends And if you feel called to work with me on a personal level, I want to invite you to my Elegant Warrior training. It is starting in mid-January. I will personally help you get all seven areas of your life to a level 10. That includes your spirituality, your emotions, your romantic life, your financial life, get your mindset on track, make sure you have a great community. And this is a seven week group coaching class. If you want to learn more about it or just meet me, I would love for you to schedule a complimentary breakthrough call. My schedule is very full this year, but I have opened three spots this week to talk to you and just see where you need a breakthrough, where are you feeling stuck in your life? Maybe you need to lose a few pounds. Maybe you're tired of being single, or maybe you're ready to double and triple your finances. So wherever you feel stuck, I'm committed to helping you have a breakthrough on this coaching call. Go ahead and click the link in the show notes in the link tree to schedule that breakthrough call. And if you're interested in learning more about Elegant Warrior Training, I am happy to talk to you about it live, or you can always reach out through my email. Talk to you soon. Keep rocking your goals and keeping your vibe high, and I'll see you next week with another incredible guest.